Sales is the most lucrative skill in the world, period. The problem is most sales advice out there today is outdated, cheesy, and can even keep you from getting the deals that can make all the difference in your career. This is the No BS Sales School, a podcast for entrepreneurs and salespeople who want to master the skill of selling without all the BS. Welcome to the No BS Sales School podcast. I'm your host, Walker McKay. And today, as you're listening to this, marks the beginning of a uh, what I call National Screw-Off Month. National Screw-Off Month runs from about Thanksgiving, week of Thanksgiving, uh, until maybe the first week in January. So it's a special month. It's a long month. This is a time when a lot of salespeople, business owners, probably salespeople more than business owners, say, nobody buys anything from Thanksgiving to Christmas or New Year's. No reason to even call. And then you've got parties and all this other social stuff and year-end office parties and blah, 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 blah. No reason to prospect because nobody's going to buy. I'm here to tell you right now that is complete bullshit. It's bullshit. I tell you this with such passion, like I say most things with such passion because I have screwed this up in the past. I'm embarrassed to say that some 10 years ago, I told myself or I reminded myself that nobody buys anything from, you know, the end of November until January. And so I didn't freaking try. And maybe that wasn't a conscious thought, but it was subconscious. I quit prospecting, quit calling on people, quit asking for referrals. And you know what? I still had some business that kind of rolled in from my work that I'd done before. But guess what happened at the end of the year and first quarter? Nothing. I had a disastrous, I didn't close anything the last couple of weeks of the year. And the first quarter, my first quarter is an absolute disaster. Right? So I basically screwed myself for four months because I took off from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Again, I came into work, but I wasn't doing the stuff that was bringing in business and that was setting me up for first quarter. So... For those of you, my NBS sales team, who are listening to this podcast, I want you to heed my warning. By the way, I learned my lesson. And the next year I said, I don't give a shit if nobody buys between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'm going to call them anyway. And you know, it's amazing. I had my best month of the year, for whatever year that was, in December. And then I had an even better January February's a little bit down. And then my March was a record again. Don't screw this up. Don't listen to the other people in your office who are saying, ah, fuck it, I'm out of here. I'm leaving early. We don't need to do this. Nobody's buying anyway. It's dark. So what I want to offer you today are four things that you can be doing between now and the end of the year to avoid National Screw-Off Month to help you grow your business so that you can still have, you can have a good fourth quarter and a good first quarter next year. Four things that are pretty damn simple that should be easy to implement. Number one, go through your dead files. 
Go through those files of people that you called on, you worked on stuff before that didn't close, they went away, they disappeared, they ghosted you, whatever. I don't know about you, I got a bunch of those. Here's what I know in my own dead files. There's at least $100,000 worth of business in my dead files. My guess is it's at least that much in yours as well. But I would say twice a year, this would certainly be the second time of the year, you should go through your dead files, make those calls, and see what you can find. And maybe the call sounds like this. Hey, listen, we were talking in August, and all of a sudden, you know, I didn't hear back from you. Just wondering what happened. Is there anything I can help you with now? Some of those people you gave proposals to that they ghosted you, Maybe you were smart enough to call and say, hadn't heard back from you, I'm gonna close your file. It's okay now to call them back and say, hey, listen, why'd you let me close your file several months ago, six months ago, a year ago? What happened? What did I miss? No reason not to call, get back in touch. Remember, prospecting is what you do to build familiarity and context, right? So that people know who you are. So that, you know, and we have to play these games ourselves, right? If you've called somebody one time, it's no longer a cold call, right? And if they've talked to you one time, they're no longer a cold prospect, right? They're a warm prospect, or at least a warm suspect. Here's the second thing you can do to grow your business in the fourth quarter and build the first quarter. Call your existing clients, the ones that are right in your sweet spot, your dear clients, right? Call them. Get a report card for how you've been doing. It's questions like, tell me something. Have we helped you? How? Is that a big deal? I know these seem like odd questions and you can tell your client, I know these seem like odd questions, but I'm trying to see how we're doing over here. And then, hey, if there was one thing I needed to fix, change, make sure was right, that's been bothering you, or that's not right, what is that? Hey, if there's one thing we're doing that's causing your problems, what is it? I want to make sure we can fix it. And if you're really feeling gutsy, you can ask your client, hey, what would it take for you to fire me? What would we have to do for you to fire us? Because I wanna make sure we never do that. What you're trying to do, right, if there's something that has been aggravating your client about the way you've been doing business with them or your customer, if there's something that's been aggravating them, you need to know so you can fix it. Hey, if you're doing a great job and they say nice things and they say, hell yeah, you're helping me and it's been a huge deal, it's a great time to say, who do you know, who do you care about that we should be talking to that might think those things were important too? I think it's another thing you can ask them about is find out about their remaining budget for this year. Sometimes they got money they got to spend. And also spend some time asking them, hey, what are your goals and plans for next year? Where are you trying to go? How can we help? Do you have a budget for that stuff? What do we need to be planning on, prepared for, for next year so that we're ready to help you reach what you're trying to go? Find out their budgets, find out their goals, find out their vision. Why not? 
Remember, a healthy business relationship, which is what we want much more than, say, a friendship. I'm assuming everybody that's listening to this podcast has plenty of friends. Your customers do too, by the way. So do your prospects. They got plenty of friends. They don't need any more friends. But they need people who can help them. Shoot for a healthy business relationship, which is two or more people knowingly helping each other reach their own business goals. So find out what their business goals are. Find out how you can help. Be a guide. Be the guide to help them reach what it is they're trying to reach. Introduce them to people they need to know if it's not you. Here's another thing to do. Number three. Call and fire the customers that you have now that are time wasters and not profitable. I know you have some, but you've got some clients right now, some customers that are a pain in your butt, don't value you, cause a lot of drama, beat you up, don't pay on time, don't pay at all, always want low price, never happy. They're a customer service nightmare. They make your heart sink whenever the phone rings. Bless them and release them. Maybe you don't have to, maybe you don't have to make a phone call. Maybe you do. And say, look, I just don't think we're going to be the right fit for you for next year. Doesn't seem like we've been able to make you happy. I'd be happy to refer you somewhere that maybe could take care of you. And then send them to your competitor that you'd love to kick the shit out of. Right? Or just say, look, I don't think we're going to be the right place. Or we're raising our prices and I don't think it makes sense. It wouldn't make sense for you to keep working with us. And then raise your damn prices. Give them the choice. Double their prices. If they want to continue working with you, fine. Maybe it makes, maybe it, makes it worthwhile. If it doesn't make it worthwhile... They'll bail out or you say, look, I don't think this is working anymore. You've got just as much right to fire them as they do to walk away from you. You don't owe them, especially ones that are paying the ass. We're in business to make a profit. Business is hard enough without having people, customers that are paying your neck. Here's another thing you can do. Reach out to your network to your referral partners, the people that send you business, that refer you business, that you refer them business to, and find out how you can help them. Who are they looking for? What are the deals they're trying to find between now and year end? And who can you introduce them to that they need to know? Be proactive about this. It's a great time, right? Ask them what their goals are for next year, who they're trying to reach next year, and begin a plan of how you can help them wouldn't it be great if everybody thought that way? What is the saying? Be the change you're looking for in the world. Be that guy. Be the one that calls people and says, hey, listen, man, I appreciate your sending me the business this year. Appreciate us working together. Thank you for taking some of the businesses able to forward to you, helping some of my customers or people I know. You mind if we have a quick conversation? Make sure that I know who your ideal prospect really is. And make sure that the people I'm sending you or I'm trying to send you are the right ones. 
no harm with that. Be known as somebody who wants to help. Be known as a giver. Be known it's a decision that we make to be a giver. I believe that when two givers or three givers get together, they can make each other a hell of a lot of money. It makes business a lot more fun too. So let's go back through those things one more time. Go through your dead files. Who are the ones that maybe you haven't talked to in three to six months? Just know people's world changes every 90 days. The stuff that they care about today is different than it was 90 days ago. They're thinking about different stuff now in November than they did in August. I know you are. I am. Call them back. See what's happening. See if there's something you can help them with. Ask them why they let you close their file. Or two is call existing clients. Find out about their remaining budgets for this year. What they're, what's their pain? What are they trying to accomplish between now and year end? And then what is their vision, their goals for next year? And how can you help with that? And what's their budget? So you can be prepared. So you can be ready. Tell them so I can be ready to help you. Especially with the supply chain issues that we're having now. You're going to need to have that heads up. You're going to need to get a warning. If they're going to need something, you know, made or whatever this takes longer and longer and longer you might as well start talking to them about it now number three fire some of your clients that are not good fire the ones that are not profitable or a pain in the ass or bring you too much drama let them go and the last one is reach out to your list your um Reach out to your network, to those strategic alliances that you've built of people that you trust, that you help them and they help you and find out how can I help you now? What are you trying to do between now and and the end of the year? What are you trying to do in the first quarter? How can I help you? Be the person that reminds your network, hey man, there's plenty of business to do. Let me help you. No BS sales team. Thank you so much. If you have not already, please subscribe to this podcast. If you like it, give me five stars. Write a quick review. You do that by going to the homepage of the, um, of the podcast. Wherever, like if you're on iTunes, right? Just go to the No BS Sales Cool page on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom. It'll say subscribe and give it five stars, whatever. Do that for me. That really helps. If you know somebody I need to be talking to, Send them this podcast. Reach out. Share this with people who need to know it. Thank you very much. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the OBS Sales School podcast. If you haven't already, please take one minute to write a quick review for the show. It really does make a huge difference. Also, subscribe to the show and please forward this episode to somebody else who needs to hear it. As a bonus for listening, I'm going to give you access to a free mini course, Seven Expensive Sales Mistakes You're Making, and What You Can Do About It. Go to www.7salesmistakes.com and get access to the free mini course. That's the number seven salesmistakes.com. Thanks again for listening to the OBS Sales School Podcast.